Well, hello. Hey! <laughs> nice. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome much to the Lee's Bird Talks better. Podcast. Uh, today, sitting around the room, we have um, uh, the normal crew plus one. Uh, we've got Woo-hoo. Sammy, Courtney, Matt, myself, and we have a special guest today, Elizabeth Simpson. Yes. Yay. Well, also hello known, again. <laughs> <laughs> also known as Wubbus. Wubbus. Preferably known as Wubbus. All right. Yeah. I don't Wubbus. know what that means, but we'll go with it. Yeah. How long have you been Wubbus? Um, probably since I was five. Fantastic. Yeah. That's a long time. There's name. video proof of it. It's My brother made it up. Yeah. He's five years younger than me. He couldn't say Elizabeth when he was little. So, so that's Wubbis. Yeah. Wubbis. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> There's also a very hilarious video of your brother saying it. He was super mad at me. He was really mad. <laughs> <laughs> because he was videoed or? Both. Okay. And, <laughs> and now that we talk about it, he's still mad about it. So if you're listening. <laughs> Sorry, Davey. <laughs> Wubbis. Well, uh, uh, thanks for being here today, Wubbis. Uh, uh, how's everybody doing? Pretty good. 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 Oh, we're wonderful. How we're are wonderful. you, John? Man, if I was any better, there'd be two of me. Yeah. Or what? two and a half, maybe. <clears throat> I'm doing great. It's Monday morning. Uh, it's it's It feels like springtime. It does. I mean, this yes. weather was so good. nice. Did you all get out any over the weekend? I did, somewhat. Did yeah. Yeah. Didn't get much done. But I went fishing last night. Did you? I did. Nice. How'd you do? I did good. I got about 12 fish through a catch and release last night. But the it, I don't know if y'all were out right before it turned dark, but it was a beautiful oh, yeah. evening. Great evening. Yeah. Yeah. Sunset was pretty. And I was on a boat with a friend and we were having a good time. It was fun. It was we had a really good time. We we probably he caught probably two or three more than I did, so we probably pulled 25, 30 fish. That was great. Were you at your secret spot? Yes. Yeah. Can't talk about it. Can't talk about the secret can't spot. Can't talk about the secret <laughs> spot. I've been it. sworn to secrecy. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. Um so yeah, uh we just came out of the weekend. It's Monday morning and we are uh, uh, we're kind of a cool weekend. It was really, it really was weekend. a good weekend. Uh, Sammy, your message this weekend was great. Man. I mean, good. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Smith did a good job with that one. That he did, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He did. It was good. I like Wayne. Kidding. You know, uh, this whole revealed thing has kind of been a whole different approach toward Easter for me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's been, um, I've had a, a lot of people that have come up to me and said, man, you're talking to me, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. and I said, well, I figure if I talk to me, I'll hit somebody. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. Right. But so it worked out good. I love the worship set was really oh, good yeah. this, this weekend. I thought that was really, really good. Sandy power. Yeah. Man, yeah. I love hearing Killed her. Killed it. She did a great I mean, she job. does a great job. All of our vocalists yeah. are fantastic, yeah. but you know, uh, it was so funny, you know, her parents, stayed for two services did you did you did you know that so when i got up in the second service and i looked at Donnie and irma there i said good good to see you staying for a second service don but i know it wasn't to hear me preach again (laughs) (laughs) pretty good music huh he goes yeah good music that's cute yeah and and stacia's i mean she's killing it too i mean mean, you've got all kinds of great new talent coming on to the worship scene that's that's really cool yeah we've been just really blessed this year to have so many new people come on and just really talented and there's still room for more absolutely so so uh, if you're listening and you you've got some type of a musical inclination uh whether it's uh uh vocally or instrument or 
maybe you're just a techie person, uh, we've got uh, spots. We'd love to uh, have you uh, involved in the ministry there. Matt, tell us how to get involved. In so, yeah, uh, number one, if you see me after a service, you can always come up to me. I'd be happy to talk to you about any of that. Uh, but if you're listening, uh, you can go to leesburg.cc. Leesburg.cc. <laughs> I always forget because I'm, I'm from the dot-com age. Oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, leesburg.cc. I'm from the no-com age, there. so go ahead. Yep, and then you just go to the worship section, and there will be a little a, a video that tells you how to audition. Uh, if you want to audition, there's also a video that will explain how you can sign up to be on the tech team, yeah. and we can set up time for you to come and train. Fantastic. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, they, I asked for an audition. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> How'd that work out, big dog? Not so good. <laughs> Were <Yeah>. you denied? <laughs> no, actually, Maddie's given me several auditions, but he just laugh, laughs. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> so he he doesn't say in. I'm in or I'm out. He just goes, ah. <laughs> he goes, what okay, a jerk. Audition again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, audition again. <laughs> That's good. I've never recorded Sammy sing before. <laughs> yeah, and, right. And laughed about it later. <laughs> <laughs> That's been done by more than you. Let me tell oh, you, there's man. been several people that have done that. You see why I don't ring sing tones with you. are coming. <laughs> I'm planning on singing during. <laughs> I'm actually planning on singing during this podcast. Are you? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That's great. So that's get ready. It's not the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> that's it's true. Not. We did doxology a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Got a lot of comments about that one. That was cool. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> Ringtones are coming. I hope so. <laughs> you know, I, I get so insecure, like wearing that headset mic after you preach. And if you fail to turn it off, you know they're muting in the back. But if you fail to turn it off, they oh, that's still been that's you. been my fallacy Man, for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, cool. We've got some cool stuff happening this week. I'm we really do. Excited about this Friday Lots night. Lots to do. Lots to do. Sammy, talk to us about this Friday night. What's Lots happening? Lots to do. This Friday night on Mission Banquet is going to be really cool. Starts at six thirty. It's in our uh, original sanctuary. Uh, we're going to have a great dinner. Uh, we have guest speaker Wally Rendell is going to be with us to talk about the church inside and out uh, and what we do as far as all of our mission uh, as the church locally and abroad. Uh, we're going to review all of our mission projects and outreaches that we do both locally and abroad. And we're just, it's just going to be a great time of fellowship. So we're really hoping that we have a really good turnout. And, and so dinner is is provided. Also, Correct. one of the best features of it, in my opinion, is free childcare. Free childcare. Man, care. that's good. Well, I'm really excited. I don't have small children, but I'm just glad your children are in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Uh, speaking of, dude, can we just pause for a second? Yeah. Look back at 830 service. It was funny, wasn't it? Man, I love my, my youngest, uh, Nora. <laughs> They went to the ballet Saturday night, and they went and saw Cinderella. And yeah. she came into church eight thirty service Sunday morning <laughs> uh, with her uh, Cinderella dress on and her gloves and her ring and her scepter and her crown. Yeah, she and was decked oh, out. She's and as soon as she hit those doors, like 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 everyone's attention was, they were just so on Sammy because he was just preaching. It. I was just preaching. And, my heart and then and then uh, as soon as she hit the door, it's like everybody went. Err. <laughs> and looked over it. Sa- like it's Amy's kind of like we've all been in that situation. Okay, I'm I'm done. Yeah, there's right. a cute kid. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I said okay. <laughs> we have a princess. We have a princess. So that was good. She that was, was good. Uh, but yeah, childcare is provided this Friday night, and so that'll be a cool thing and just a great time for us to mobilize kind of the troops at Leesburg. Yeah. To to make an impact in our community. Uh, Six thirty Friday night. Yep. Be there or be square. It will be a good time. Yeah. And then you get to come back on Saturday. 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 Courtney, talk to us about Saturday. 
She doesn't know anything. Saturday. I don't know about Saturday. She knows all. It's work day at Blaisdell campus, and also here at the hub where we're recording right now. From eight to two, we've got all kinds of projects for you guys to do. Um, we also have been promised some pizza. We have. Yeah. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. So we'll feed you, and it'll be a good day, and we're gonna get a lot done and sort of clean up our space for Easter, and do some necessary things down here at the hub, so that we can get it good for our guests. You know, I don't know if it's appropriate or inappropriate. I'm gonna do it anyway because I tend to lean toward the inappropriate. Yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> we are sweating, very we are very blessed to have uh, Mary Beth. Oh yeah, and Leonos yeah. as a part of our uh, church family. Oh yeah, and they are providing the pizza. And you know, I'm not trying to do a, an ad for them, but I'm just saying, you know, it's just really refreshing and great to see people who have that opportunity offer something like yeah. that. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. you know, that's just really good. Yeah. So we're really fortunate to have some really really wonderful giving people. Yeah, very thankful for, for them. Yeah, very thankful. So since we've plugged Leonos, you're hungry for it now. You have to go. <laughs> yes, that's, yeah, right. that's right. That's right. What and, time is it? Let's go. Uh, uh, well, we've got to talk a little bit. Oh, okay, before, okay, okay, but, okay. But but we can go. Um, uh, so so yeah, that's happening. Uh, that's this next Saturday. And, and I want, I do want everyone to understand clearly that you don't have to stay from eight to two. That's right. If right. you can come for an hour, half an hour, whatever it is, and clean a corner, you know, or whatever it may be, uh, we have kind of a whole list of things that need to be done. Now, there, is, there are some jobs that require a little bit more skilled labor if you would like to help with drywall and stuff like that. Yeah. But really, it's just about grabbing a rag and doing some cleaning. Yeah. You know, sprucing things up, light fixtures, floors, chairs, all that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think we're going to be doing some painting as well. Yeah, we're going to clean. And if you have uh, yard tools, maybe you want to bring some of those, oh, yeah. like, you know, some things to work on the, on the grounds, you can do that as well. So that'll be good. That'll be good. So come out and join us Saturday, the the 13th, from anywhere. Yeah, the luckiest day of all, the 13th. That's right. Yeah, That's right. It's Saturday the 13th. Yeah, well, that's true. Not to be confused with Friday the 13th. True. Which is a scary day, perhaps. I guess. Not for me, but. <laughs> Courtney's like, would you all move on? <laughs> all right, moving on. And then, and then one other, th- or two other things. The week leading up to Easter, we're going to have a really cool thing here at The Hub. Um and so let me just kind of lay the groundwork for what that's going to be for just a second. Uh, it's going to—we're calling it the prayer experience. And uh, when you walk in, uh, you're going to be greeted by by uh, someone that will be uh, a uh, robot, a Go robot, uh, AI, good AI nowadays. Um, uh, you're going to be greeted. You're going to be kind of somebody will be here to help you get started. Um, uh, you're going to be given a set of earbuds. Uh, we're not asking you to share earbuds with people, so I'm going to have earbuds for you. Uh, and we, I'm not sure if we're going to have... We'll have some, are those some like disposable device. earbuds or what? They are going to be disposable, or you can keep them. Yeah, like um, you get on an airplane or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they, they'll be earbuds that you can hook into a, a device. Okay. Um, but Not but a cassette be player? Uh, perhaps a cassette player. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, but um, uh, but anyway, you, you'll get started on this on this, on this. this prayer walk of sorts uh, there'll be different prayer stations and different elements for you to engage with and you'll be guided through the audio tracks and uh it'll be a neat thing it's gonna and be what will what will the content of that kind of be like what, what be, is that for the most part we're going to be walking through the last week of jesus yeah. life. Wow. so sunday from the, the triumphant entry until his crucifixion we're going to walk through that and the whole goal of it is to prepare our hearts for sunday because sunday is really the the 
central uh, date of the Christian calendar and our uh, faith of our faith. Yeah. I mean, everything is based on that. Yeah. And so it's going to be preparing our hearts for Easter and for that Easter weekend, which is going to be uh, just a great weekend. Um, and specifically, great weekend for us at Leesburg because we, we're going to have a busy morning, Easter morning. We are. And so. And for all those that have kids, you know, we're going to have a little get together for them too, I understand too, right? An Easter yeah, egg yeah. hunt. Yeah, Put on Easter by our egg mops hunt program. at 1230. The mops from Leesburg are going to be hosting an Easter egg hunt after service at 1230 on Sunday morning. Um, and that's like zero to fifth grade. Why do we hunt Easter eggs on Easter? Because we like candy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> Is going there any with. other significance of that? Any spiritual significance of that? I'm sure Doesn't an egg represent sort of like birth, like coming out of the tomb kind of thing? Yeah. And how I've yeah. seen it spun uh, yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. I've seen like, um, what's the Easter? Um, Is that like Christians a, redeeming culture? Yeah, yeah something yeah, yeah. like that. So there's like a Easter egg like a carton of eggs and it walks through the gospel story right. I've seen before, Yeah, but I'm, I'm not familiar with it. I don't think that's really our intent, but it, you know, that's what church is for, but you know, it's a good time and it, there is an opportunity to use it as a teaching moment, I guess, if you wanted to. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's also a great way to get people to come who normally wouldn't come. So if you have somebody that you want to come with you on Easter, there's something for their kids to do. So right it's, after. it's what, what we call the hot chocolate effect. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Gotta that's what we call it. Indeed. <laughs> so if you want to come to the uh, Holy Week prayer experience, that's sort of like an open house thing. It's open right? house. Yeah. You, you come whenever you want. The doors will be from open five. from 530 to 8. Perfect. And uh, and uh, it, it'll take probably 40 to 45 minutes for you to go through it or longer if you so choose. But um, but it's just a it's a one-on-one -on -one type thing. You don't have to worry about talking with people and stuff like that. You just come in and it's really time meant for you to just connect with with, with Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, just so that if people haven't been here, yeah. um, <clears throat> we, you know, we're, we're doing that where we're talking from right now, which is called the hub, formerly Cornerstone church. Uh, if you're looking for it, will the sign Cornerstone still be out front at that time? Yes. So look for the sign for now. Yeah. For Cornerstone. Yeah. Cornerstone mm -hmm. Christian can, church. Yeah. And it's across from the old Goodyear building. So if you're a Cynthiana native, you yeah. know, Goodyear used to be right there, I believe. The address is 104 Court Street, and during that time, you should be able to park across the street uh, in the Presbyterian public lot. Or right next to our yeah. building. In the There's a parking lot right next to us. You just got to squeeze in there. <laughs> All is right, that good. their name? Is that not it? Yeah, okay. that, I think that's it, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, boy, that got weird, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you can park uh, right next to our building, or there's a community parking lot uh, adjacent to the building. Um, so you can park there. Um, or if you're going to court, you could just leave your car over to the courthouse true. and just come on over and <laughs> pray about true. it. That's right. Come pray about it. Win-win. Um, there you go. <laughs> Keeping it real. Yeah, there you go. Uh is is that cover all the upcoming stuff that we wanted to? Wow, well, I don't mention? know, but whew. that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So speaking of a lot, let's kind of transition to our our topic for the day. And with Easter coming up, I'm glad uh, we brought in an expert. Go ahead. We've got <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, with Easter coming up, maybe it's important for us to talk about Easter and what it is for just a moment. Sure. And specifically, the Christian faith we teach that that. Easter is a is a 
mark on the calendar where we celebrate, uh, which is kind of a morbid thing to think about in some ways, and we'll get there for a second, but we celebrate the death of Jesus. Now, it doesn't end with the death of Jesus. Our whole point is the resurrection, right? And I think there's been a lot of confusion about that That's through right. the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That always been has been a little bit, um, not disturbing to me, but a little bit, I've always been concerned about that because everything we talk about is a lot is about, you know, he died for us, he died for us, he died for us. Yeah. And he did. That sacrificial death, which I'm sure we're going to touch on, is what paved our way to have salvation. Yeah. But the death didn't mean anything if he didn't come back that's from right. the dead. Yeah, many and people I, have died before, right? That's right. But the, re- the reason and then the hope that is accompanied with that through the resurrection is what our faith is built on. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, I think we've all heard that that uh, that message that Jesus died for you, therefore you should read your Bible more and pray and stop doing bad stuff because mm-hmm. Jesus died for you. Yeah, kind and of gloomy and doomy. Yeah, and that's not. I mean, that's not a picture <clears throat> of the gospel, really. You right? know, I I through the years, this is kind of an interesting side note because we've received some criticism for it, shockingly, that we have we we're kind of casual dress church, you know. And I've had people say to me, um, if the president of the United States, no comments, if the president of the United States were visiting you, would you dress like that? Like I was putting more <laughs> emphasis on a world leader than I would to give my best for God. Okay. To which my patent answer has always been for that is that, you know, I dress up when I do a funeral to show respect and rever- you know for yeah. the dead but we serve a savior that's alive it's a festive i wear party clothes to church is the way i look at it because i'm celebrating i'm not mourning i'm celebrating yeah now you can judge my party clothes if like <laughs> yeah. you want to I, I love the fact that you refer to them as party clothes well <laughs> like, hey i think if they're gonna be party clothes i have to have tassels no i'm just saying i'm just saying that yeah. if i were to go if we were to have a gathering yeah. and we have a good time a, yeah. a time of fellowship that i i you know something that's festive for me i want i want it to be i'm celebrating something i'm not mourning something yeah that's right that's right now, now there's a difference i guess in and and wearing party clothes well, <laughs> okay i'm yeah. never gonna live that one down i get it okay ladies I mean, depending on the parties you attend leave them at home that's right. well i don't go to a lot of parties okay yeah, yeah. what can i say and this is why church is my party <laughs> But uh, but uh, I, I mean t- to your point there is yeah yeah we don't dress like we're going to a funeral yeah it's not a wake that's right that's right uh, 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 now now some people might see what we wear on weekends as as trashy but you know mm-hmm. that's I guess subjective yeah we well I could wear sandals and a robe mm. I'd like to see that. <laughs> yeah, um, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so next weekend, Sammy's preaching from sandals and a robe. E- e- anyway, so so uh, Easter, uh, it's a, it's a time that we set aside to acknowledge uh, the death of Jesus and, and the resurrection. And of course, we focused on the death for a long time, but we've kind of mis mis uh, maybe misunderstood the death of Jesus. Uh, in, in some There's ways. a lot of really cool historical contextual things that happened during the death of Jesus that I don't know that the average person who has heard the story gets. For instance, it happened during a time of Passover, which was a Jewish feast, oh, yeah. which they were actually making sacrifices for sin yeah. during that time, picking out a lamb that was perfect and without spot or blemish 
And then, lo and behold, basically during the same time frame, Jesus, the perfect Lamb of God, is sacrificed for our sin. Yeah. So as as blood was flowing in the temple, under the Old Testament faith order of animal sacrifice, Jesus' blood was flowing from the cross. Yeah. That's kind of, you know what I mean? We, I'm not sure we always think about yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But there's that's what has always brought validity for me through the scripture, the way it all ties in so beautifully together. It's such oh, a yeah. great picture. Absolutely. And, and then and then we have a miraculous event that happened in the temple at Jesus' death. Oh, that's maybe one of the coolest parts. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's really cool. So, so as Jesus is being that sacrificial lamb, his blood is being shed uh, uh, for the sinfulness of mankind. Uh, in the temple, there was a curtain that separated the presence of God from people, right? Yeah. The uh, holy holy place from the holy of holies, yeah, yeah. which only the high priest could go in. Yeah, so holy that they would tie ropes to their ankles, so yeah, if they died bells. in there, they could yeah. pull them out. Yeah, so they could listen for the bell and see if they were still alive. Yeah, that's right. Because apparently, <laughs> I would. I think we can only assume. Well, that, yeah, if I was in God's presence, I could die too. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, I think the reason they tied that that I'm not sure if I can point to a scripture that references this, but the reason they tied the rope and hung the bells on them was because I would assume that people had died before. Yeah, that's right. If, <laughs> you, yeah, you know what if I mean? you go in unprepared to be in the presence of God, there's some risk there. So I, I that's what I've heard about the connection with the rope. But I wonder yeah. if anyone had ever died before. I'm not sure if I know that for sure. I've certain, never read anything would, historically about that. But but, but a couple of cool aspects of that, yeah. uh, under Jewish tradition, that, that curtain is not like what we picture in our uh, houses, even though I don't have any curtains, but curtains that you put in your homes. This curtain evidently was like a foot thick okay. of fabric. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it was a like big yeah, curtain. Yeah. And it was extremely thick. It, and the, the symbolism behind that is that uh, there, is a bar- there is a barrier yeah. between us and God at that and, time. And what was that barrier? Well, the barrier was God's holy and we're sinful. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore, we can't be in the presence. Now, what was really cool is what actually happened once they were in the Holy of Holies and what they did, because there was something that was in that Holy of Holies that was very, very important to the Jewish faith. And what was that? The the ark. Yeah. And on top of the ark, there was a... A blood seat. Yeah, mercy seat. Mercy seat. And there were two angels or cherubim with their wings pointing in. Now, here's another cool thing, because as we get into this next, next week, yeah. when Jesus rose from the dead and they go to the tomb, there's an angel at the head and at the foot of where Jesus... Mm, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. mm. really a cool thing. The so you have the there. so you have the blood of the la- of the literal lambs on the mercy seat. <laughs> then you had the blood of the lamb with the angels yeah. at the tomb, with him being the ultimate sacrifice. That just gives me cold chills. Yeah. It's such a yeah. cool thing. That's that's, that's yeah. so cool. So 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 the Bible teaches, and we believe that Jesus died for our sins, and that's what Easter is largely about. But historically, there's been some conflict, and even today. There's some pushback against Christianity because of uh, because of the idea of you all really believe that somebody died and rose again. Mm. And historically, there have been many people that have tried to disprove that, uh, and they've looked at several different other theories. Yeah, do you all know what some of the theories are? I know a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know one of the one of the more uh, uh, popular ones is what's called the swoon theory. Yeah, uh, and so this idea that uh, they don't debate that Jesus was beaten and tortured uh, to a terrible degree, uh, but but uh, even early on, I mean, we're I mean, within 
40 years of Jesus' death, people started to say, um, uh, to talk about this theory, that, that, he, um, that he was beaten and tortured to the point that he lost consciousness and appeared to be dead. Mm-hmm. And so they, they, yeah, we think he's dead, and so then they threw him in the tomb. And the cold dampness of the tomb, my understanding, something about the cold dampness of the tomb allowed him to rest and recover to the point that he could get up and walk out. Resuscitate. Yeah, the now, interesting part of that, though, is yeah. that his condition of what he actually physically was in the tomb. Yeah. Have, you were in youth ministry. I was. Matt, you were in youth ministry. Yeah. Do you ever have kids wrap you up in toilet paper or something like that? Yeah, sure. We all had that. No, I was kids. I, I was actually I was actually wrapped in toilet paper one time by kids. Toilet paper could not get out. Double Literally ply. couldn't move. That's why double ply is so important. Yeah, right. double ply. <laughs> I couldn't couldn't move with toilet paper. When Jesus died and they prepared the body, yeah. you're talking about 75 pounds of spices and linen wraps like a cocoon. Right. All around his body. There's no way. Right. And yes. then even if he could, a man that's been beaten and tortured to that degree. That's right. Would that's unrecognizable. Of rolling a stone away. That it took multiple men to right. put in place. Right. I mean, part of, the, part of the purpose of the stone was also, from the Roman point of view, and there's a Roman guard on, on, on guard there. A Roman soldier on guard there. Part of the reason for the stone was to keep Jesus' followers from coming and stealing his body. And so so you've got a guard guarding it. You've got... And when you say guard, it wasn't just one guard. There were actually as many as 8 to 12 there. Yeah, yeah. It took shifts laying back to back. No one was ever asleep. Because if you're a Roman soldier and Pilate's uh, mark was on the tomb and something happened, you literally lost your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So high stakes. That's huge. Sammy's phone's going off. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, what's your favorite part, Courtney, of the whole death scene, cross scene? I mean, what when you think about that whole scenario, is there anything that sticks out to you as like being something that you know is like, wow, that's just that always hits me, you know? Um. Well, specifically in the crucifixion scene, the the moment where um, God's presence leaves Jesus is usually the part that always hits me the most because it's like in recent years talking about um, like the humanity and obedience of Jesus that has come in out in a new light to me that like that is the first moment of Jesus separation from the father um, which really reminds me of my own separation from the father but like the God's spirit, God's presence left him because he had taken on sin, and so like that moment. And why? Why did it? Why did that happen? Because we because we're sinful, we're separated from God, and God can't be partners right. with sin. Yes, he's holy. So because God can't be partners with sin, and He's saying, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" Like that is like probably the most heartbreaking moment because He, through everything that He's been in, God has been with Him, yeah. and this is the moment when. He's taken on all of our sin, and yeah. he's separated from the Father. But one of the cool parts about that um, is recently I've been doing a lot of reading and uh, stuff about just character and uh, virtue and spiritual disciplines. And uh, one of the cool things about that, when Jesus cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And you all know this. He, he's, you know, 
this isn't a, a cry. I mean, it is a cry of desperation, but it's also, it's much more than just that. You know, Jesus, by the time he's 33-ish years old, uh, he's been a good Jewish boy. And good Jewish boys would have memorized the Bible that they had at the time, you know, which is different than ours, but, you know, parts of the Old Testament. They would have had the Psalms, and, and uh, Jesus would have memorized that entire prayer book. And so when Jesus, I think it's so cool, when Jesus is on the cross and he cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He's quoting, I think it's Psalm 22. I think you're right. Uh, yep. Psalm 22. And it starts off, you know, the psalmist writes, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And it talks about the turmoil and the pain. Um, but it ends, though, with a promise and with hope and with worship. And, and so to apply that to us today, I think it's so cool that Jesus in a moment where I'm sure that his mind is foggy. Uh, he's been beaten. He's probably got con- a concussion. He has, uh, he's been tortured and whipped and flogged to the point where, you know, the, the skin is falling off of his back. I mean, he's, he's in terrible shape. In that moment, you can't think clearly, I assume. I've, you know, I've been punched in the face before, and you can't think straight, you know. Imagine that for hours. Jesus has been tortured here. And his default, when sometimes we don't even have the words to say, his default is is one of the prayers that he had memorized as a young child. I mean, that's that's one of the things, you know, David writes in Psalm 19, how can a young man keep his way pure by hiding your word in my heart? And Jesus is a living example of that. On that cross, when thought doesn't come clear, he remembers this prayer and, and just makes it a But what a gift and to us. Yeah. So that we can have a, a relatable savior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that because who hasn't felt like that? Oh, sure. Yeah. And yeah. if and if he just took it with a smile on his face, yeah. Uh, that would be very difficult sure. for us to uh have a relationship, I think, yeah. in terms of him understanding our pain or whatever we go through. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of I think that's such a cool a cool picture and a cool um, um, motivation and inspiration for us. I mean, Hebrew says that Jesus was made like us in every way so that he could die. Uh, he had the same temptations as we did so that he could be a good high priest. Um, he who had no sin became sin. He who had no sin became sin. Um, so we could become the righteousness I'm of God. I'm telling you, that's, what, well, that's, a, that's one of my favorite passages, all right? <laughs> all right. Listeners that are making fun of me. because that I, doesn't well, come know. clearly, that's what he has. That's his, his default. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's a cool That's a cool picture. Um, it really um, is. Uh, of, of, you know, because we've all had those moments where we don't know the words to say. You know, there's so many different human emotions wrapped up in that whole pre-crucifixion scene. Uh, when he's in the garden, for example. You know, I mean, sweating blood because he's so intense, which is actually a physical condition. It's yeah. been confirmed by medical people uh, that you can do that under stress. Um, his disciples falling asleep as he's asking them to pray with him. Yeah. And then when they come to arrest, you know, good old Peter pulls out a dagger and, yeah. you know, oh, and yeah. he says, hey, you know, if you live by the sword, you're going to die by the sword, Peter. You know, that's that's not really how we're going to respond yeah. to this situation. There's just a lot of drama. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, it, it makes you put yourself in the places of some of the people that were, that were there, or at least it does for me. I always kind of try to relate to how, what would I, how about we responded? Yeah. And I got a feeling a whole lot, like probably a culmination of all these guys. I, I probably would have been tempted to run. I probably would have been tempted to fight cause that's my personality. Yeah. I probably would have been tempted to, um, uh, 
I don't know, quit. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, As hey, they all did. Yeah, that's right. You know, we, we, we like to play, uh, we like to put ourselves as the hero in the story when we when we look at uh, when we look at biblical stories as a whole. But often when we play that role of if I were there with Jesus in his last week, how would I have responded? And often we like to think that oh yeah, I would have been faithful, I would have been strong. Um, uh, but there might be a space for a little bit of reality for us. There, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys that walked with Jesus for. Th- you know, possibly up to three years, walked with Jesus, hung out with Jesus daily, and and they all failed. Mm-hmm. They all ran, and, and and not a single one of them displayed real courage until the Holy Spirit came in Acts. And you know, there's another aspect of this. You know, today one of the things that we all deal with in our culture is uh, there's a lot of mockery of the church today. You know, you're all hypocrites, which is, by the way, absolutely true. We are all hypocrites, but um, hypocrites that are redeemed and looking for redemption. Yeah. Um, but there, there's a lot of mockery and making fun of. Think of it then. They're looking for initially <laughs> uh, an, uh, a Messiah that's going to lead a revolt physically. Yeah. <clears throat> he does not do that. Jesus had to become Savior before he could become king. He will return as king someday. Yeah. Yeah, that's an important point. To, let me pause you there for just yeah, a second. Ahead. The triumphant entry, what the Jewish, what the good Jews were expecting in a Messiah wasn't a Messiah to save them from their sins. No. It was a Messiah to overthrow the Roman power. Oppression, yeah, from oppression. We're being oppressed from a from a foreign government. We're looking for a, for a Messiah who's going, their idea of sa- salvation was corporate salvation and was establishing a kingdom that's a, that's a sovereign kingdom. Yeah, now this gets a little complex, but the truth of it is that wasn't a false view because prophetically, Jesus, when he returns, is going to provide oh, absolutely. Yeah. that kingship. Yeah. He is going to, you know, it's, it's, it goes back to the Lord's Prayer, the kingdom come that will be known on earth. It's going to happen, but what they missed was he, they have to accept him as Savior before they could accept him as king. Yeah. He will come back and rule. Yeah. Sorry, I keep cutting no, you off, right. but but you're hitting a good point that might be really important for us to talk about maybe on a future podcast. The you know the Lord's prayer, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So often we think about heaven as we die and we go somewhere else, mm-hmm. but that's not the biblical view. Of oh boy, we need to get have a whole another meeting. And that, about and that. that Nate, so <laughs> we'll just prime our listeners, pump there. We got to talk about that because yeah. that that'll, that'll yeah. be a fun. Because challenge. if if it is, in fact, I'll just say this: yeah. if, if heaven <coughs> is floating around on a cloud playing a ukulele or something, then I'm not really too pumped about that. <laughs> yeah. But I think there's a whole lot more to it oh, than in the misconception yeah, is yeah. strong. All right. Sorry. So anyway, back to, you know, there's just so many things that, so many drama things. And then you have all the sayings from the cross. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. He's 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 hung between two thieves, mm-hmm. right? And this is all, I get to ask this question a lot. And one thief mocks when we're talking about mockery, and they yeah. put a crown of thorns on his head because he claimed to be the king of the Jews, and they put a sign actually above his yeah. head, which you've all seen on things mm-hmm. called they, they put initials in Rai, uh, Hebrew, Greek, and Latin for Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. Um, but then he's hung between these two guys. One makes fun, and the other one says, "Hey, listen, this yeah. guy's not done anything wrong." Yeah. Jesus turns to him. And says, today you're going to be with me in paradise. Uh-huh. And so a lot of people will come back and say, 
uh, for instance, on an issue of baptism. Uh-huh. I don't have to be baptized because Jesus forgives sins yeah. and the faith, thief on the cross. Yeah. And we forget that Romans chapter 6 yep. talks about when we're baptized, we're baptized into his death. As long as Jesus was alive, he had authority to forgive sins, and he did it all the time. Yeah. It wasn't just on the cross. You can't be baptized into somebody's death if they haven't died yet. That's right. That's so right. he had the authority to give forgiveness. So I just want to make that point because I think a lot of people yeah. misunderstand yeah. that a little bit. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, this crucifixion scene, there's so much rich, uh, rich implications to all kinds of different aspects. The sayings. The, the forgiveness given to, to that to that uh, that crook. Um, um, I had a point and I lost it. Well, we're talking about all the emotions of it. Hey, can I change? Can I shift gears for a second Absolutely. just to have a little Thank bit you. of lightness going on the in the midst bro. of this? Sen- yeah, right. <laughs> uh, of this of this thing. Out of curiosity, we have three pretty good music people. One that's okay, and me who knows nothing. <laughs> so. Um, Historically, do you all have a favorite song that talks about the cross? Out of curiosity. I was thinking about that when I was coming over here. And, of course, I was raised on hymns. So I have, I started thinking about songs. And I thought, uh, there's the old hymn, um, At the Cross, At the Cross. told you I was going to sing. At the Cross, At the Cross, Where I First Saw the Light. Or uh, Near the Cross. Uh, the old song at Calvary, years I spent in vanity and pride, you know, all that. Um, uh, There's a lot of songs about the cross. Now, we have a lot of songs about the resurrection today. There was not a lot of songs about the resurrection as I was growing up. It was all about the cross. I never really thought about that till today. I was thinking about that this morning. Do you all have a favorite song about the the cross? What is it? I do. Um, I really love the song "Death in His Grave," and that is that's a John Mark McMillan tune. But it, there's so much theology in it, and it's like that's something that I always listen to around this time of year because it like refreshes some of the just the reality of death and taking one sin, and it's like it's theologically. Correct. Is there a particular lyric in it? Not putting you on the spot that maybe uh, kind of resonates with you a little bit. No, I'm struggling with that. See, I did. I do put her know, on the spot. Do you have one, Matt? No. Um, Though the earth cried out for blood, satisfied her hunger was. And it's just like that's sort of the liturgy that's in it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just talking about um, he was raised on the third day um, and he and he took the keys of hell. And mm-hmm. so like there's just some really powerful imagery in there that I think the church sometimes misses mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's kind of traditional in sound and language and I, it's important it orients my heart around the reality of death yeah what about you elizabeth do you have a song it's Wubbus. Wubbus, do you have <laughs> <Right>. a song <laughs> um i don't the one that i think of right now is forever gary job is that right okay um i guess because it's kind of dramatic like the ground began to shake and yeah. like yeah. it gets yeah. the song gets really huge and it's a big moment. Um, I don't know. I usually kind of shy away from hymns just because eh, they're old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry people. Um, but I also like near the cross, like that line rest beyond the river. Mm-hmm. That's 
that kind of gives me hope of like a really peaceful forever. Yeah. The old rugged cross was a staple at my home church growing up, you know, on a hill far away. Stood an old rugged cross. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. I just, I just kind of, it just, all that just kind of resonates with me this time of year. And I think about all that stuff. And, you know, for those of us who maybe have a little bit more, um, focus on ministry per se, um, it's a really big, big deal, you know, it's a big deal. But anyway, there's a lot of cool things that happen around the whole story of the cross. And then, you know, I've often, of course, I've always um, been kind of a fan of uh, the movie, The The Passion of Christ, uh, only because for me, it really brought out uh, some reality to what had been, I think, through the years, a little bit doctored to make look romantic. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, the scene of, uh, and I've always tried to picture this in my head and that movie helped do it for me of his mother mm. at the cross it always rattles me a little bit. Um, when she looks up and I think about that promise that was made to her when she was pregnant, that, um, this will be a sword that'll pierce your soul. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really, it's a powerful thing yeah. to think about. Yeah. It's kind of interesting that you bring up that movie. Like, uh, for whatever reason, there was a song. It's a secular song. I know the worship guys listen to secular music, but um, uh, it always like I remember being at Camp Northward one time, and and I was just having a particularly rough time in my life at that point. Uh, and I was driving home, and this song came on the radio. It's a Foo Fighters song called "My Hero." Now, the song's originally written about Kurt Cobain, but in that moment. When I listened to the lyrics of that song, all I could think about was that movie and the the scene of the crucifixion and the the cross going into the hole. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about that, that moment. Don't. And uh, in that song, there's lyrics that say, uh, you know, it's it's basically about uh, you know an ordinary person doing an extraordinary things. Mm. That's what the song's about. And uh, uh, but he says, don't the don't the best of them peter out while the rest of them bleed it out. Wow. And I was like, that is, to me, that was a really profound moment. I pulled over and I lost it because yeah. of a secular song on the radio yeah. that God used to, to punch me in the heart yeah. that day. Um, so when I, for whatever reason, when I think about the resurrection and, and the cross, that song comes to my mind every time, um, you know, as well as uh, Jesus Paid It All has always been one of my personal favorite ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great tune too. Yeah. I could sing that one for you, but I won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I think one of the important things that we're wanting to convey in this podcast as we talk about the death of Jesus is is the, cent the centrality of the fact that, that Jesus had to actually die. Like, we really do believe that he died. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the modern world will kind of mock that, that, that belief uh, for various reasons, but... Uh, uh, but we really do believe that he died because if he didn't die, then then there's really no resurrection. Mm -hmm. And so the the fact that he actually Stone Cold Steve Austin died uh, was is an important thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. <coughs> wow. Okay. I really um, tried to hold it in. WWF. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I'll let, can I make another comment about some prophecy about this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know we're probably running out of time, but. Um, 
one of the things that has always been a little, and I've mentioned this to you guys before in the past, but um, you know, we always celebrate. And by the way, I'm I'm good with celebrations. Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. That's right. But we need to celebrate his birth. That's yeah. cool. Uh, we talked about that back when we when that happened. And we're always about celebrating because we're, we're Sammy always, works we're party clothes. <laughs> celebrating is, is is good. So to me, the the timing is kind of irrelevant. That's right. You know, because we we weren't exactly there, and we don't know exactly how it all went down. But you know, we celebrate uh, Good Friday. Yeah. And why is it called Good Good Friday? If we're talking about death, why? Is, what's What's good about that? Well, because that's where the good debt news is paid for. Yeah, that's the good news our debts paid for. for. But we celebrate on Good Friday, and then we celebrate the resurrection on Sunday, the first day of the week, which is historically and biblically when Jesus rose from the dead. There, there's a little bit of a problem with that. Uh, Jesus said, as Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, I'll be in the heart of the earth uh-huh. for three days and three nights. Friday late afternoon to Sunday morning is not three days. Right, right. Not the um, way, yeah. Not even in, on the Jewish calendar, mm-hmm. okay? So the, there's a little bit of an issue with that because I believe Jesus fulfilled prophecy to the T, mm-hmm. okay? So I'm just going to mention this without getting in a lot of debate. There's another passage in Luke that also talks about during the time of Passover, they actually had a special Sabbath that took place in uh, actually on Thursday during the Passover week. They called it a special Sabbath. It was obeyed just like the regular Sabbath. So when it says that he was, um, uh, so what I'm trying to get to, according to the calendar, more than likely what happened was he was actually crucified on Wednesday, not on Friday. Interesting. Yeah. And if you go back and really do the historical, then it becomes three full days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They would have wanted to prepare the body before Sabbath. That's right. But that's where that I, comes from. Okay. I've always, that's my view as well. And another reason why for that, for me, is that Jewish law, you're you're not really dead for three days. That's right. See, so you had, for the convincing would, factor It would not it. be convincing for Jesus to be resurrected if he came back before the three days because in Jewish culture, they would have been like, oh, well, he's not really dead yet because it hasn't been three days. Well, they believe that the spirit hovered over the body for three exactly. days. So I, that's why I've always kind of And so that, that always makes me lean into that. Now, I know that's trivial probably for a lot of people. It doesn't really matter. But yeah. for those of us who like the historical fact of it, yeah. I think it's kind of a cool right. argument. Yeah. So it's kind of a neat timeline to think about. So I'm, my point is is that <clears throat> uh, if there's a question about that, there is a, there's a logical reason for mm-hmm. that. If you need logic. I don't need logic. But yeah. if you right. need yeah. logic, there it yeah. is. And um, it's, it's kind of neat. And he was in a borrowed tomb. You know, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. We can talk about yeah. that next week. But there's a whole bunch of stuff that's really neat about this whole story. So, yeah, there, there, there's all kinds of cool stuff. And as we prepare for Easter, uh, now's a good time to crack open the gospel accounts and, and kind of refresh yourself mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks as we prepare. Yeah, read through uh, it. Because there's, yeah, it's rich. There's a lot of rich stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, final words as we, as we come, bring this plane to a landing. Um, final word, Sammy, as you think about Easter. Because he lives, oh, I can face tomorrow. <laughs> I just love That's, that song. There That's you right. go. That's good. That's good. All right. Thanks, Sammy. Courtney, Looking forward word. to having everyone at our services. I hope you'll plan on being yeah, there. Absolutely. Yep.
Oh, I'm just going to sing for mine, too. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. <laughs> That's all I know. That's all I get. It was there by faith I received my <laughs> sight, and now I am what? Happy, Happy all, day. Day. all the day. Celebrate. <laughs> Wear my party clothes. All right, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what do you got? I guess for me, it's just about hope. Yeah. I, you know, I don't think I could get through this life if there wasn't the hope of what Jesus did on the cross. Um, that's that's where I kind of, that's kind of my period. At it's the inspirational end of to get through mm-hmm. whatever we get go through, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Wubbus, what do you got? Wubbus! Well, I'm not going to sing for my <laughs> final thought. <laughs> You're welcome. I probably should sing. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say, join us for Easter. I'll wear my party clothes. There you go. <laughs> yes. Wear your party clothes. What about uh, it, John? What do you got? Yeah, you know, I just, I, I, I love this time of year because it's such a central part of our, of our faith. While our world today, a lot of the culture likes to push against Christianity because how can you believe? And someone who died and came back to life—that um, is a central part of our faith. And uh, and there are there are answers to the questions available. It, it, um, yeah. So I I just think that's such a cool it's such a cool season because of of the hope that we have in Christ, and that's only possible because He died and rose. And yeah. so. Uh, so thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, next week we're gonna we're gonna take this a step further and talk about the resurrection. Um, so we look forward to you tuning in. So be thinking about your favorite resurrection song. Uh, we will do that. Uh, there you go. Well, thanks for joining us today. Well, you are so welcome. Um, if you want to engage with us, uh, feel free to email us at Leesburg Christian Church at gmail.com or like, share, comment on our social media. Mm-hmm. But until next week. Have a good one. We'll see you. Bye. Peace. Well, goodbye.